Catch up with us uh, online. You can follow us on Facebook and on Instagram, and of course, you can reach out to us there also. I found a new binge. And, uh, okay, I want one. I need one. I'm, I keep going back to Game of Thrones, and Murphy's like, again? And yeah. It's only four episodes, so it's already over with for me, because oh. I couldn't quit watching it. Okay, that's all I wait, want. Wait, wait, wait. It's, it's only four can... episodes long? Yeah, it's Ooh. a limited series. Okay. Something I can't resist. That's Crime all I want. Crime scene, The Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel. <gasps> Is there a room here that maybe somebody hasn't died in? I never got used to that. Alicia Lamb from Vancouver, Canada is missing. A real hotel. Yeah. Where people actually die. Yeah. This whole four episodes is centered around this girl who came and stayed there from Canada. And the only video they have of her is getting into an elevator, acting weirdly, getting out of the elevator, and then poof, she's gone. Okay, wait, wait, wait. What, what's the coroner's finding? I can't say that. Oh. Because that will give away the whole series. Oh, well, yeah. Well, don't do any spoilers. Because wow. the whole okay. series, you're trying to... It's like, I don't know what... It seems like, who, let's connect the dots. Yeah, well, they finally did at the end. Okay. Through basically an accident. Somebody okay. stumbled upon something, and it's like, oh! oh okay. But still, <laughs> there's really not a real official cause of death for why this girl disappeared. Okay, 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 okay. Well, guess what? I saw a story. The Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel yeah. is the number one most chilling docuseries on, on Netflix right now. Everybody's watching it, in other words. Yeah, I mean, there are people there that say go. the hotel's haunted. People just Sounds die like it. in there. It's really? like mass murderers. The odds aren't rooms. good. Yeah. yeah, the odds aren't good. And so, it's, uh, the series was produced by Ron Howard. <gasps> oh, wow. Yeah. Ron so Howard doesn't it, make a bad film. He does not. Was it scary or not? Is it, um, is it, it wasn't scary. It's just chilling. Yeah, it was chilling because yeah. you sit there going, wow. how, "How do you solve this? The, the, no one knows." This right. is great for the Cecil Hotel, though, because people. I'm sorry, it is because people the, are going to want to go now. The girl who was the manager there said, as soon as all of this stuff hit the news, all the you know that oh, let's go see it with our cameras and take videos. Right, of the, the room where the killing occurred and all that kind of stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed that. And it's Sam. only four episodes. Excellent. Okay, we always like to hear about your binges as well. 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has your first Hollywood Outsider. This past year, Hello Pandemic has caused a lot of you, a lot of people to change careers. So why? And what are the big, you know, careers everybody's jumping into? We're doing that next. And then a Hollywood Outsider. This past year has been the year, well, of a lot, but yeah, no kidding. <laughs> um, for many life changes because mm-hmm. of the pandemic and career changes. Well, and you've got some that are voluntary Forced. and you've got some that are involuntary. Right. Yeah. If you've had time to think and like, is this what I really want for my life? You right. know, everything's different now. Now would be the good time to switch with things changing and certain industries are booming and other ones not so very much. Um, so here's what Americans say. Most of them say the pandemic has motivated them to change things. Why do they want to? They want more security. So it's yeah. kind of like, we, we, uh, you know, pandemic happened and you, you, you don't have any stability anymore. Right. Yeah. So you want something that's going to be needed more. Have you ever thought of a career change? Yeah. It's a big thought. Yeah. Really, Sam? Yeah. What did you want to do instead? Come on. You can say astronaut, I guess. No, it's like <laughs> when I retire, I've thought about Home Depot. See that would be fun. I've seen what a lot is of so people. Funny? Like, no, I think that would be fun. There, there are a lot of guys that you know that Wanna I've seen. You know, not just guys, ladies too. That you know, it's 
It's a good blend of customer service, and if you're a do-it-yourselfer, yeah. it's fun. It um, satisfies an itch. Yeah. Okay. And I'm, I'm only laughing. Please don't misunderstand anyone listening or you, Sam, because to me, it's just like I understand you wanting to be there. That's like me wanting to be in a you know, makeup store all the time. But once you're there all the time, it won't have the same level of shine. I don't know about that. Really? I okay. think it would be fun. That and the other thing I've thought of is since it's hot right now is being a shopper like at Walmart. Right. You, you know, would be good at that. Because you know how much Putting, I love grocery stores. Yeah. And you like Walmart. organizing things in bags. Yeah. I would just have to keep my opinions to myself. You really don't yes. want this product. These peas are not as good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, how are Americans making this happen? A lot of people have taken the time at home, the virtual you know, life, and taken a lot of online courses and boot camps. People have learned how to do programs they've never done before, self-taught, you know, just yeah. learning about stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. Right? Uh, continuing education, uh, learning new skills, building your professional network. It's you can a good do time anything to do online it. now. It's true. It's mm-hmm. true. Uh, the number one things that they want, Murphy, you'll love to know this, creative control and the ability to work flexibly and remotely. Makes sense. That's what employees yeah. want. Uh, coming up later from our Facebook and Instagram page, what new careers you have. Um, so interesting on the way. Trending now, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. I've got Bridgerton news, ladies. How is it possible that there has not been a single betrothal yet? I wish to be entertained. This is the show on Netflix, one of the hottest, thanks to Shonda Rhimes. This is her new thing. It's the 1800s, set in the 1800s in Mm -hmm. British high society. Do they have uh, Sir McSteamy and Sir McDreamy? Kind of. Actually, yes, kind (laughs) of. I'm I'm surprised nobody's coined that yet. Very good, Sam. Mm. Somebody will. That'll be a headline in People magazine. The deal is it looks like Downton Abbey, but it's hot. Like there's... Yeah, actually, if you could rate it, it's rated R. It's got the Grey's Anatomy factor. Yeah, it's into, a soap opera. You know, right, exactly. It's a soap opera. So I have some news about it. Number one, yes, there will be a second season. If anybody doubted, no, it. good day. Yes, no release date, but they said they're definitely going to begin filming this spring for the second season. Uh, some big names coming on: a new leading lady, Simone Ashley, actress Simone Ashley, to take on Lord Bridgerton, the love interest of the brother. Anyway, the other thing is that. The main hot guy (laughs) from this first season who played the Duke of Hastings, he's not to be forgotten. He's definitely in that first episode and all the others. I haven't seen the rest, but um, his name is Reggae Jean Page. Mm -hmm. He's hosting SNL this weekend. Oh, wow. He's going to make it hot one. Yeah. Okay. On that stage with musical guest Bad Bunny. Coming up with Murphy, Sam and Jody. From our Facebook page and Instagram, the changes in career you've made this year because of the pandemic. So a lot of Americans have changed careers in the last year because of the pandemic. You've re- had to, you've had to, yeah. or you've had to rethink things, or it's given you time to go. You know what? Here's my time. Here's my jumping off point. Yeah. And I just want to say, what a gutsy move. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's yeah. probably one of the gutsiest things you ever do is well, just to blow up your life and start something else. Especially the later in life that you do it. You know what I mean? When you've right. got, when you're when you got a family and young kids, or right. or even or if you've been in a career for twenty plus years, and right? Because yeah, it's kind of like, do you start over or right. do you build on what you've built? Right. Anyway, all I know is radio. What else could I do? Eight seven seven. Don't do that. Eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ to jump in with us. We also love to hear from you on social social media connect. Okay, so from our Facebook page, we asked, and wow, did you come through? Kat says, nope, I've not changed. I'm a respiratory therapist, and we don't have enough of us right now. 
Huh. I didn't know that. Hmm. I have a cousin who's a respiratory therapist. Brandy, healthcare worker since before the pandemic and wouldn't change for anything. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Elizabeth says, started my own business doing teletherapy. Huh. Which is, you're a therapist, but you just you you Zoom. Zoom all day. Yeah. Instead and, of the patients coming into the office, you're doing Zoom. I wonder if that's teams. as successful as being in a room with a closed door on somebody's couch. I wonder. Well, and it depends on what kind of therapy. It could be physical therapy for somebody that can't get out. It could be, oh. you know, it could be voice therapy. It could be any kinds of therapy. Okay, see, when she you did, say therapy, I think. Yeah, she didn't say, I mean, which yeah. therapy, but yeah, I mean, but it could be. <laughs> when any she of says those therapy, ones. I think, tell me about your mother. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay, um, Jessica said. <laughs> Boy, can I. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Okay, Jessica says, what uh, was a daycare teacher, but now I deliver meals on wheels for the elderly. I love that. You know, that whole thing of people who are, you know, in our society who are staying put where they are and needing delivery mm-hmm. is is big and one of those businesses that's booming and you, you need the right kind of people yeah um and finally still doing the same one and added one job for financial reason that's from reasons that's from madonna the cool, madonna cool name oh, yeah. hit us up anytime yeah. facebook or instagram coming up next sam has music news let you know what lenny kravitz and j-lo are cooking up together <gasps> what Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. Lenny Kravitz joining the cast of a movie called Shotgun Wedding that already has J-Lo in it. Oh, well. And Josh Dumel. Tell me what... Well, it's an action comedy, Shotgun Wedding, the... the the, um, She's Jenna, like a superstar. J-Lo and Josh Dumel are the couple. They get their families together for the ultimate destination wedding, and comedy uh, ensues. What's okay. Lenny doing? Oh, Lenny is uh, the globetrotting ex-boyfriend of <gasps> J-Lo's character. I bet he is. He's a great <laughs> ex. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Every start, girl should have that ex. Don't have a release date on that yet, but they said they're going to start filming lo- later on this month. Mm, All right. Nice. Uh, Post Malone's got himself involved in a big Pokemon Day concert. <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, they're celebrating twenty the 25th anniversary of, of Pokemon? Uh, Pokemon. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, February 27th. There, it's called Pokemon Day, a virtual concert experience featuring featuring Post Malone. Um, he said he played with him when he was a kid. He's yeah, glad to be doing this. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a little trailer for it. It looks like they might have made a cartoon uh, Post Malone for this thing. That's I cute. Really don't know how his it's own Pokemon. That'd yeah. be cute. Cool. If it means something to him, look, it means something to a lot of people. Absolutely. Our oldest daughter. Got a Pokemon tattoo. She's 19, you know. And which one? I don't know. Her favorite. I don't know. I can't oh, say the name. you don't know which one it is? I don't know. It's just on her arm. Yeah. I, I really thought Pokemon was going to be, because Sammy go. and Will, my oldest, were into it. Right. And it's like, yeah, okay, this will be over soon. No. And it's like, it comes back and comes back. And yeah, yeah there's came, really. You know, with the game on the phone and yes, everything. Yes, yes. That's uh, February 27th on their YouTube channel. Speaking of February 27th, this is cool. There's going to be a Loretta Lynn documentary on PBS. What? The queen of country music. I'm sorry, Jody. I know you think it's Dolly. Uh, Loretta Lynn, My Story in My Words. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of cool. And it's going to have all the footage, you know, you've never seen before going all the way back to this song and how it, uh, you know, the Academy Award winning movie that it's spawned. She's got a new album coming out, her 50th solo album. And on the album, Carrie Underwood, Reba McIntyre, and a couple of others. Getting chill bumps. But look for this one on PBS, February 27th. Coming up, something that Sam can't seem to explain to his kids, that we all had uh, 
like normal yeah. at our home in our homes we growing up on the way. We were talking about um, your new binges. Sam just finished a new binge, and um, <laughs> you've mentioned <laughs> TV Guide. Yeah, and when you said that, I was sent back to every time that would arrive when we were growing up I would look through it it was it was it belonged on the coffee table in our house or the yeah. end tables in the living room it was not to be moved from that table yeah ours was on the end table with the remote on top of it right yeah. okay so and it was usually flipped open to the, the correct day of the week oh really yeah somebody somewhere has a collection of all the tv guides it's so funny to me but you said something so funny sam i wanted to bring it back up Try to describe TV Guide to a kid today. Yeah, I tried describing to my daughter, who's 15, Maddie. About and, TV Guide. Yeah, and it was like, yeah, and this book came every week and told us what was on TV. <laughs> and she's like, uh-huh. <laughs> and it's like, well, you don't understand. There's only three channels, and, you know. It seems like you wouldn't need it if there were only three channels, but. Right, and it had a little write-up in it, you know, whatever the episode was about. So you could read ahead of time. Right. And then they used to have an R if it was a repeat. Yeah, something like that. I don't know, yeah. but I, you would know if it was and, a repeat. Yeah. Well, and I also, but I remember my dad also taking. There was a section in the newspaper that he would, you know, fold up and take out yeah. for whatever TV. was coming on that week. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, you did. Well, everybody, we, you got TV Guide too. At no, your house? we didn't get TV Guide. Oh, we Murphy. Got, well, we got <gasps> we got the the knockoff version called TV Times. <laughs> Really? And so, yeah, wait, wait, wait. Right. Your parents kept everything. So, are there? Is that at your dad's house right now? Um, like a stack? Actually, I kept it. My grandmother gave me a subscription to TV Times also because yeah. I, I enjoyed it so much. TV Times. Yeah. Right. So, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. TV Guide was the 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 real deal. I know. And I loved it when it came. I would read the articles and I would check my shows. Yeah. I can't remember. Probably Solid Gold. Me. I did you know? the. Uh, my favorite thing was the crossword. I don't know why. Really? Yeah, I'd yeah. flip to the back and do the crossword. That's cool. Because it was all TV related. Yeah. That was something I look forward to. But yeah, you try to describe that to a kid and they don't understand yeah. because they don't need that. Yeah, can't you just bring up Netflix and see what's on? <gasps> hey, look, at least right. you don't have to describe vinyl anymore. It's back. Thank yeah. goodness. I need some help, whether it's from you, Murphy and Jody, or okay. from anybody that is listening on Attracting a Cat. Now, I know a tracking cat is usually just involves a bowl of milk or some food. Yeah. But this is a complicated story. Of course. An orange cat that we once had, me and my ex, third ex. Yes. um, What's the cat's name? Merida. Merida. Oh, named after the redheaded Merida princess girl from Brave. Brave. I love her. Right, right, right. Uh, Whenever we split up, I got Rue and Merida, two cats, and she took Abu. And she moved back into the neighborhood with her new boyfriend. Down the street. Uh, down the street, yeah. And Abu, the, the gray cat, was like, hey, I used to live here. So he came back to my house. So right. I wound up with three cats. But Abu seemed to run Merida off, and Merida went down to the ex's house. You guys swapped cats. Right. Okay. Really? So now the ex has moved out of the neighborhood, but they left Merida behind. I, you I, I know that's, I, that'll set you even off further, Jody. But what? Yeah. How is Merida ha- ha- handling life I, without I, I, an owner? I see Merida roaming through the neighborhood. Oh no! You know, I need... guess freeloading off of different people. And but heard, she won't come to you. No, I. I <laughs> it's too much bad talk. She's heard too many bad. Things. I will pull up next to her and say, "Hey, Merida." Do you do? It, you make the noise. Yeah, and I go. Okay. And then. Because that's another one they like. Yeah. And Merida will look at me and go, meow, meow, meow. 
know. It's like, oh, good, you recognize me. Come on down to the house. We got food. I know they left. We got yet. friends. Yeah, you know, Rue, Abu, we're all down there. Hey, Gus, you need to start feeding her. Go out with stuff in your hands and feed her. And then bring her home. Can I come 10 feet closer every day? Yes. Okay. Something strong smelling. Okay? <laughs> cat food. I, I, I would think that finding... Fancy feast. Getting a cat to follow you would be one of the easiest things in the world. But Well, she's been burned by humans, apparently, yeah, a little now, bit. Remember, I mean, left behind. I don't know if you remember. Merida's the one who disappeared for like a few weeks. Yeah, she's we a had, miracle we cat. We had the animal psychic tell me where to find Merida. <laughs> Oh, that's right. And it worked. Well, this will work. Kinda. Canned cat food. I'm okay. telling you, bring it. When you see her, bring it around her and get her. Yeah. Pick her up and bring her home. Yeah. Your problems are odd. <laughs> Next, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. An unbelievable look into the new Demi Lovato documentary. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. We talk about documentaries around here a lot because we like them. Well, mm-hmm. there's one that's coming uh, about a celebrity that probably is the most wide open, honest, raw one we've ever seen. It's called Demi Lovato Dancing with the Devil. It's just a little red wine, I'll be fine. I've had so much to say over the past two years, wanting to set the record straight about what it was that happened. FYI, I'm just going to say it all, and then if we like don't want to use any of it, we can take it out. Okay, so... Uh, she's y- getting real about the overdose? Really real about her 2018 drug overdose that triggered a medical crisis that we could have not known. We had heard, remember then, that she almost died? Yeah. Well, she visited yesterday with the Television Critics Association about the release of this documentary because it's coming out, okay, next month. Mm-hmm. Um, and she admitted she was left with brain damage oh, um, with really? all kinds of bad effects. She can't drive a car anymore. She has blind spots in her vision. She had to... She still has a hard time reading because her vision gets blurry. But I she's mean, still singing. Of course she's still singing. And now the documentary's director says that this one goes far deeper inside beyond most celebrities' documentary surface. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's an intimate portrait of addiction and the whole process of healing because everybody was just super honest because she led the way with them being super honest. Yeah. Uh, look for it on YouTube March 23rd. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Got some advice for you, Jody, at 877-310-4MSJ about uh, how to behave on that stuffy board you're on. (laughs) We love hanging out with you, so jump in with us, 877-310-4MSJ. And if we miss you because we're on the other line, leave messages. Never miss a call. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, 24-hour voicemail. Hey, this message goes out to Jody and anyone else who's in some sort of a group where they feel like the odd one out. <laughs> Jody, you on your board, everybody needs somebody like you on their board. Even <laughs> if you feel like you're, you don't fit in, good. Because every board needs somebody like you. And everybody yeah. else out there who's in a group and they're the weird one or the one that doesn't fit, they need you. So don't give up. Be yourself. And take it as a compliment. Love y'all. Aww. Thank you very much. Um, I do need to hear that well, because I do feel like the odd person out on my very important foundation board position. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Everybody else is so very grown up and serious, and I'm all goofy and feel like I need to entertain everybody. Well, all weren't the time. you asked to entertain? Kick off a meeting yes. by entertaining everyone. Yes. In fact, that's how the meetings start now. But, Jody. Jody brings the warm up. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? You also have all the meaningful contributions as a parent. <laughs> yes, I'm the parent chair. Yeah. 
And I would be the stiff one if yeah. I were on that board, wouldn't I? <laughs> I don't know. You'd be a, you'd bring a lot of managerial. But thank you so much for that. I needed to hear that because I do think that it warmed everyone up. But you see, you got you got lucky that everybody responded that way, right? Because I mean, Murphy and I have done stuff like In meetings, that, yeah. You know, warming people up, and you just get the stares, and it's just oh, I'm sorry, you don't know where to go from there. <gasps> so you're not as good at warming people up. Well, and you ne- you never know. I think in in board settings like that, it might be a little bit easier. The problem comes when you're speaking to somebody else's uh, group of employees, and yeah. the boss is in the room. Yeah, and so they're only going to react the way that the boss reacts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so uh, I mean, yes, man. So well, I, it's, I've had that. I've seen that happen before. Well, if you, they, if yeah. the room is supposed to be so serious. You remember that time you did that big selfie in front of that group of 200 workers yeah. that we were right? Yeah. And they got all excited and they were so happy. Yeah. And, yeah. That worked. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Thank you so much for that pep talk. I needed it because I do have some board work to do this week. B-O-R-E-D. <laughs> 877-310-4MSJ to jump in. Coming up next. Three things to know today, including winter storms mm-hmm. and summer school. Ooh. Three things you need to know today. Number one, the big one, winter mm. storms. You mean Yuri? So brutal, they've left millions still without power. Yeah. Uh, right now, the numbers, as far as people, at least 30 people have died due to these storms for various reasons. It's overloaded power grids. Um, apparently, there are a couple more storms coming in the next few days. 100 million more Americans in its path. Yeah. Um, it caused water mains to break. There are power companies who will have... Certainly questions to answer after yeah. after this. Um, it's just been unbelievable. Number two, summer school. Let's go from winter storms to summer school. That President Biden has floated the idea of kids attending summer school if they're able to get back in classrooms this spring. Also to catch up on, you know, makeup work. And what do the kids say? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? They've also, he've all, he's Aww. also said, look, teachers and school staff should also be moved up on the priority list to get vaccinated. Okay. Okay, certainly that's <laughs> true. And number three, Coca-Cola is testing out paper bottles. Uh, How do you like that? A bottle. do that? It's a paper prototype. They're going to run it and try it this summer in Europe. It looks like a bottle. There's a screw-on cap and everything, but Whoa. it's made entirely of environmentally sourced wood that's huh. been treated to resist liquids and even hold in the fizz. Well, that's and cool. it's completely recyclable. Three things to know today. Coming up, love hearing from you, 877-310-4MSJ. Angela on the way wants to shout out also to Step Parents. Join us anytime, anytime you want to talk. (laughs) (laughs) 877-310-4MSJ. Morning, Angela. Good morning. Hey, guys, I just wanted to say thanks for giving, you know, the stepdads some... uh, some yeah. sobs out there. I don't think it happens enough. Right. Sure. Yeah. You My husband a- came into a situation where I had five teenage sons and um, he, you know, they kind of needed that dad role model and he has done a wonderful job. It has not been easy. I mm-hmm. told him, in fact, when we got married, I promised him there'd never be a dull moment and there hasn't been. <laughs> that five boys and teenage boys. Wow. My goodness. Five, and he had one of his own. Right. So, yeah, we have six sons all together, and some of them were grown, and some of them were still teenagers in the house. And, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, like I said, never a dull moment. And, um, 
you know, I'm very grateful. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mm-hmm. boys, now that they are older, are very grateful sure. that he kind of came in and stepped up. That's wonderful. And showed them, you know, what a good male role model is. Yes. So, and, you know, my dad, my dad's a stepdad, mm-hmm. um, but in all intents and purposes, he's a dad. He came in the picture when I was a teenager, yeah. and right. I wasn't easy. Right. Right. It's actually probably, you know, harder, you know, for the dads, too. We know it's hard on the kids and it's a changing situation. Especially if they don't have any kids. My my dad didn't have any kids before me. Right. Right. So he comes in at a 16 year old rebellious, Mm. angry girl. Oh, my gosh. And he's a newbie. (laughs) Yeah. Man, that's not even a match. He didn't even get to practice on a baby. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Major love and respect for those who are doing it as, you know, doing it right, doing it well. It's probably one of the stickiest situations you can be in. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Angela, call us anytime. Appreciate you. you. All right. You guys have a great day. You too. Thank you. Bye. And all of this because Sam did a shout out to the stepdads in your yeah. kids' lives. Yeah, yeah. right. Because lives. we all know the stepmoms are evil, according to oh, Disney. <laughs> and there are three men yeah. who are stepdads to your k- kids. And great stepdads. And they're awesome. As far as I know. It's one of my favorite moments around here we've had in a long time that you randomly did that yeah. and shouted out. Have you heard from any of them? No. <laughs> Hoping to. <laughs> Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has another Hollywood outsider. Coming up next, though, proof that all these new careers that people are having because of the pandemic, Mm -hmm. you never know where that's going to come from. A little story for you next. We were sharing earlier about how many Americans, something like 60% of Americans, have changed or wanted to change careers based on this last year and the the pandemic. And took the, you know, opportunity to change or had to right um we had posted and so many comments that came in um mary said nope uh, gm at a convenience store deemed essential i've never missed a beat so no changing mm. that's one of those businesses very yeah. essential uh mitch said i started my own business cool as a private investigator oh <sighs> man you know what we we, we go because oh, it sounds so cool like we think tv show it's probably horrible oh yeah it's hard. probably hours of sitting in the car alone drinking stale coffee and donuts <laughs> i'm no, sorry no. according to the tv, TV shows, shows yeah it's probably nothing like we think yeah. but it's probably difficult you know and maybe even lonely mitch hang in there i hope it goes well, well for you i mean it's probably not easy either you never know what situations you might be precariously probably put the, into the most you know horrible I mean, right? probably yeah okay so Although with cyber and technology maybe a lot of things are easier maybe True. maybe mitch you'd have to let us know anyway we love hearing from you um you know, and this whole career changing thing made me realize I want to tell you a story about a friend of mine. Um, it's a girl who you don't really know her, Murphy, although she's giving me facials. Her name is Brittany. Yeah. Um, Brittany? Yeah. Not that Brittany. Not Britney Spears. Okay. She's an esthetician. Uh-huh. Anyway, um, I laying there one day getting a facial, explaining to her not to rub my eyebrows the wrong way. She, uh, I was like, tell me about, how did you, how did you get into this? Because I was interested in why she choked, because she's so into that. Yeah. She's so about the skin. It's mm-hmm. her obsession. She was in high school, and her mom came home one day and had gotten a facial. And her, she said her mom's face looked so 
dramatically different and good and her pores just look so good. She was like, wait, what did you have done? And her mom told her I had some sort of, you know, chemical peel or something like that. And that changed her life. Hmm. Seeing her mom's face that afternoon changed her life and she became so interested in it. Hmm. And today, today she's an esthetician. Okay. And she is obsessed about it. That's it's, good. And it's when you, really cool. When you have a job that you're passionate about, too, yeah. it's, that's a pretty cool combo. And you just never I know thought you were going to throw that uh, cliche in. What's that? You, you work, work, you do something you love. You'll, you'll never work a day in your life. <laughs> yeah. there you go. All right. Trending now. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. You know, Shonda Rhimes isn't the only um, director-type show lead who has a deal with Netflix. Apparently, mm-hmm. Tim Burton also has a deal with Netflix. And he's going <laughs> to bring us a live-action eight-episode series. They've already ordered it yeah. um, called Wednesday, and it's an Adams Family spinoff. Is this made from real lemons? Yes. I'll buy a cup if you buy a box of my delicious Girl Scout cookies. Are they made from real Girl Scouts? Ah, Wednesday. That's what it's called. That's what it's about. A coming-of-age comedy sort of... You know, supernaturally infused with all that scary mystery stuff about Wednesday Adams and her years as a student at Nevermore Academy. (laughs) This will be Tim Burton's, and he's perfect for this, first live action show and his TV (laughs) directing debut. He'll also executive produce, so it'll look all Tim Burton. That'll be fun. Sam, you know, you brought up a good point the other day when you were. Me? Yeah. Wow, what did I say? You're happy you had a good point? Yeah. <laughs> Let me write it down. You have lots of good points. Wow. You also have, you know, want to know how to track cats. But, okay, so you had a True. really good point about shouting out praise and respect to the men, the other men in your kids' lives, your, the stepdads. There yeah. are three stepdads in your kids, your exes, whatever. Yeah. Lives, And you were just saying that all of them are good and that makes you feel really happy and helps you sleep good at night. And goodness knows. And, you know, we've been hearing from you about this and, you know, how you make step parenting and co-parenting work because it's a very tricky situation for Mm -hmm. all involved, adults and children. Well, and it also has to do with how that situation evolved because there's so many different ways Mm -hmm. that a stepdad enters the picture, right? Right. Um, But... I, you know, I have to say I have been on one end of that. I said I had no experience with co-parenting because I don't. But well, I mean, we co we can't we parent together. Yes, Murphy, I understand. But, I know what you mean, though. But yeah, um, I was a stepchild at one point mm-hmm. when I was a teenager, which is a very difficult time. Wait a second, you're redheaded and you were yeah. a stepchild. Yeah. Okay, that took. I'm glad you got the joke. That that joke was made. Before times. they were married, when they yeah. were engaged. Oh, I guess you get to be ready so, to When your dad passed, yes. eventually your mom remarried. She did. Right. She remarried. Um, and I was 16, almost 17 years old when I, I became a stepdaughter. Yeah. And when I tell you mad praise and respect to anybody who steps into that situation where a teenager is involved because I resisted that with everything inside of me for no reason except that he wasn't my daddy. Yeah, you missed your dad. Oh, and I was resentful of him stepping, trying to step into that role. And, um... There was a whole joke going around. He was like, yeah, I know I'm not your dad. Because apparently I said that a million times. He'd say something like, you're not my dad. Yeah. <laughs> I was. It was a really rough time in my life. And yeah. I just, I've been on that end of it. So you just have to know 
um, if you're anybody who steps into that situation with a teenager, it's probably even harder for the adult right. because what what you're coming at is a force, and that force is a teenager, yeah. which is a real force of nature. Murphy, you're going to love this, and I'm sure we're going to be one of the earliest adopters of it. Amazon is, is developing a wall-mounted Echo, okay, 13-inch touch screen that will let you control all of your smart home devices in one spot. Um, you can do video chat on it. Huh. Oh, that's going to yeah. drive me crazy, because so, you're going to be like, hey, and you'll be in the next room. But you know what? <laughs> so, I mean, it, it is, I'm, a, I'm a technology guy, as you know, Jody. Deep. Yes, but love it. But to me, it's like, why 13 inches? I mean, why don't they just develop this into a smart TV or something that's already yeah. part of a big screen, mm, so that know. you're not having to hang something else on the wall that's, you know. I don't know. I, yeah, you'd have to ask Bezos that. It'll be 13 inches, and then one year from now, it'll come out with an 18 inch. Right. Yes, you're right. More of your money. Yeah. Right. Whatever. Um, you're also supposed to be able to work out with it because it'll have like the wa- the video mirrors, mm. which is the Boy, thing. You really won't have to leave the room to talk to the rest of your family, yeah. will you? And they also already have Echo Show, which sounds it's similar. Very similar. Very similar. Yeah. Um, anyway, available later in stores this year, or I guess delivered to your door, and then should run about two hundred bucks. Ooh.